0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Greetings. As you have heard in our gospel appointed for today, Jesus is responding to criticism that he and his disciples have not been keeping to the religious tradition that had been handed down to them. Specifically, the Pharisees are criticizing them for eating with defiled hands. This is not performing the customary ritual of washing their hands and saying the necessary prayers before the eating of a meal. To this criticism, Jesus responds, There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile, but the things that come out are what defile, for it is from within the human heart where evil intentions come. What struck me as I read these words was that Jesus centers his focus on what comes out of the human heart as being more significant than the things that happen on the outside and that can be applied to all situations, not only to evil intent. For example, it can also be said that good intentions can be more effective if they come from the heart than if they come from some outward sense of outward obligation. This can also be applied to the way in which we live our lives from day to day. Consider our ability to enjoy life, for example. There's nothing outside of us that can promise us a lasting, enjoyable life because nothing outside of us is guaranteed to last forever. And sometimes what is happening outside of us and to us and with us isn't a very pleasant thing. Only what is going on within our hearts can set us up to enjoy what is going on outside of us and around us. And what kind of person would I be if I didn't give you this concept of things coming from within our hearts and the joy that can come from that versus the outside experience that we all go through. Um, At the in-town location in St. John's, um, just two weeks ago, I saw this practiced i don 't know if you've been on the main ca- or the the in town campus, but between our two buildings, the office and the old chapel and then the the bigger church there there's a pathway that goes from the brows by parking lot all the way over to gill street and I was getting uh it was actually quitting time, uh, so I was getting ready to leave and had leaving and getting home and the rest of the day on my mind and I had changed clothes because I was going to work out, so I, I didn't look like this in clerical gear at all. Um, and I was struck as I was leaving and had all kinds of things on my mind by a woman who was sitting at a picnic table underneath a big tree we have there on campus, um, just looked very sad and was crying with her hands just down, down in her uh, her head, in her hands and yet I I had that internal battle that I think all of us have when we walk up on something like that where I thought my wife's expecting me, you know, and my I got tonight's my night to cook dinner and then I'm putting our son Jackson to bed and I thought I I was heavily heavily tempted, you know, I could walk by. I'm not even wearing my priest clothes and nobody would know the difference. And at first I did. I walked right on by going to my car. And then all of a sudden, something hit me. I was just like, what am I doing? I need to go see what's going on. So I turned around, went back and kind of sat at the other end of the bench from this woman. And I said, hi, very softly, didn't want to startle her. And, you know, she got caught in an embarrassing moment, which is so weird and strange and awkward in our day and age of being that vulnerable outside where people can see you. So at first she met me with a, what are your intentions, good sir? Are you hitting on me? And I, uh, I said, no, ma'am. I said, I know I don't look like it right now, but I'm the associate priest at this church, and I just see you look very sad. I mean, I'm just curious, um, just wanted to sit with you and see what's going on. Is there any way we can help you? And she went on to tell me her story, which is one of those very sad and very tough lives. But she said, I have hope because I only have two days left in town. Everything for me here has fallen apart, but my family is coming to pick me up, and I'm going back to California to start over. Um, and she explained how she had been to several different agencies and, and asked for help, and no one had been able to help her, so she didn't know how she was going to get through the next two days. Um, so I, I told her, well, we've got some resources, and why don't you join me for dinner? Um, So we went across the street to the Lotus Cafe, had a great conversation, and had um, set her up for the next two days until her family arrived. And how I was blessed by her, it ties into the gospel and the concept I was trying to explain. As she had this not very well-worn white coat that had stains all over it. But as we were, were leaving and she got set up to be at a hotel for the two nights until her family arrived, she told me, I want to give you this for how much you have blessed me. And she said, I know it's not much, but because of, look at the pockets, there's a little P, on and I know it's a Patagonia coat, but she said, I I don't want it that I'm giving you a Patagonia coat. That P stands for pastor, and you have been the face of Jesus to me today, and I thank you for that. And I bring that back to the gospel of how I was ready to just walk on by and get on with the duties of the day um, and for the closing of the evening. But something inside my heart clicked. And, was, and I had the opportunity to walk right on by and would have never known probably what happened to this woman's name was Abby. Um, but I, as I was talking about, the, um, I set my sights on external circumstances and all of a sudden the side of my heart kicked in and said you can make a difference here each day for all of us holds this possibility of looking past the outward, outward circumstances of life to embrace the inward blessings that only the heart can reveal may you remember to look upon this day and every day with the eyes of your heart and may you find joy in the life that is yours. Amen.